Hi, love, and welcome to Listening to Your Gut. My name is Kelly Bluth, and I am a certified holistic nutritionist with a passion and purpose in this life to educate and serve others like you. As a woman with two autoimmune conditions, I have found the power in embracing a holistic lifestyle to support my overall well-being. In each episode, I will share inspiration, tips, or research-proven strategies that will help you to listen to your gut literally and figuratively. Together, we will work to honor our mind, body, and soul through holistic wellness. I am so pumped we are on this journey together. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the Listening to Your Gut podcast. I am here for a solo episode and today I want to share with you what MEP is if you don't already know Um, and really I want to talk about how it can help you heal your gut and a lot of other health issues as well. So let's go ahead and just dive on in to this episode. It's going to be quick, but it's going to be packed full of lots of information. So you may want to listen to it twice. Um, And then at the end of the episode, I will also remind you that in the show notes, there will be a link to an article where a lot of this information um, can be found. So it's a PubMed article, lots of uh, research-based evidence to to back up all of these um, claims. And so Yeah, so make sure you check that out if you want even more info, um, as well as that article will link several other articles that you can check out for additional info. So let's get to it. So what is MEP? MEP is, quite simply, it is the Mediterranean Eating Plan. stands for Mediterranean Eating Plan, okay? Or if you've heard of the Mediterranean diet, it's the same thing. So MEP is Mediterranean Eating Plan. This particular way of eating has been shown to improve glycemic control, so blood sugar, and cardiovascular health, okay? So it helps reduce the risk factors for cardiovascular issues. It also is supportive against developing type 2 diabetes, and this way of eating has been researched and promoted since the 1950s. There was actually a research study done in the 1950s in the Mediterranean region, which is where this all, of course, originated, right? Um, And it it showed the benefits of eating a Mediterranean-style diet. And research has actually proven that those who eat this way actually end up living longer in the long run. So pretty awesome that if you adopt this style, this way of eating that you can actually prolong your life, which is really fascinating. So you're probably wondering, what does the Mediterranean style diet look like? Like, what is it consisting of, right? So I'm here to tell you all of that information today, and then I'm gonna give you some things that you can do to kind of, um, you know, make the transition a little bit easier for yourself, especially if you're like, after I share with you what it's, what it entails, right? And you're like, oh my goodness, I I don't know if I could do that right away. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of things that you can gradually introduce into your your eating styles and your way of eating that will allow you to still get the benefits of this this way of eating that is um, that has been proven to, like I said, increase the longevity of people's lives. So Let's dive into that. 
So the first thing is that this way of eating is primarily plant-based, okay? So it's really focused on eating fruits and vegetables. Um, there's, you know, breads can be had, cereals, um, but they're high quality, right? Um, they're whole grains. It also focuses on beans, nuts, and seeds as being part of the diet, right? So really all these plant-based things that are derived from nature, right? It's definitely minimally processed, so there is not a whole lot of room in this way of eating for processed foods. Um, so everything's really locally grown, fresh seasonal foods are, are primarily your, your go-to. There's also a limited amount of sweets. So instead of having a cookie or brownie or cake or ice cream or whatever your, your choice is, the desserts of choice when you follow the Mediterranean eating plan are really focused around fruits being desserts. They're naturally sweet um, and they are primarily the, the go-to um, as well as nuts um, and seeds and uh, you know maybe they're sprinkled with a little bit of olive oil to give them a little extra flavor. Additionally, as part of this way of eating, you're really focusing on when you have fats, making sure that they are high quality fats. So olive oil is the go-to source for that. Um, you know, you can add that to, uh, you can make that as part of your, your salad dressing um, ingredients list. It can be, like I said, sprinkled on nuts. Um, you know, really there's a lot of creative ways that you can use that olive oil to get it in each day. I still recommend that if you're cooking with, uh, you're, you're cooking anything, um, in a skillet, um, or even putting it in the oven and baking it, that you absolutely make sure you're using an anti-inflammatory oil with a high smoke point like avocado oil or coconut oil, because both of those with them having a, a higher smoke point, it means they will not turn to trans fat, which is not a, an ideal fat for us to consume. Uh, that, that's you know what, what leads to things like heart disease and diabetes. So we just, we do not want trans fats, right? So I would definitely recommend cooking with, like I said, either coconut oil or avocado oil. Um, but that avocado oil, I'm sorry, the uh, olive oil is going to be a great way to just liven up and flavor your your recipes that you're making throughout the day. Um, as long as, like I said, you are not cooking with it. Okay, so that high quality fats are going to be primarily olive oil. Um, in this way of eating. And then you're really focusing on a low to moderate dairy intake. Um, and with that, you know, you're really focusing on if you're eating dairy in, in this way of eating, then you're really focusing on cheese and yogurt as the, the main sources of dairy that you're consuming. But again, you could also eliminate those and, and would be just fine as well without them. But if it's something that you you really need to have, you're focusing on making sure that they're high quality cheeses and yogurts that you are consuming um, as part of this way of eating. Now, additionally, proteins, you know, we all need our proteins, right? We need protein, fat, and fiber. And so proteins are of course part of this eating plan, okay, or this way of eating. Um, and you're really trying to minimize or um, you know, reduce the amount of red meat and eggs that you consume. 
Um, so these are, you know, a, a lower frequency. You're maybe having these once or twice a week tops. Maybe not even that. Maybe maybe once a week or once or twice every other week. Um, and instead, you're replacing that protein, the, those types of protein, with proteins like seafood. Um, so fish, right? Salmon's a great choice because it's loaded with omega-3 fatty acids, which, you know, are a great source of fat, but also they support anti-inflammatory effects um, for the body. So that's just huge as well. Um, decreasing inflammation in our body is something that we're always going to want to, to be focused on doing, even if you don't feel inflamed, our, our bodies naturally always are going to need um, omega-3s for, for that reason. So, um, yeah, so that is the, the protein source. Your protein is going to primarily come from seafood. However, chicken can be another great source of protein as well. And I really want to touch on briefly before we move forward, why, why eliminating and or reducing the amount of red meat and eggs is important. So both eggs and red meat have a high uh, quantity of arachidonic acid. And if you don't know what that is, it um, is a type of fat found in, in both of those things. And in moderation, in small amounts, it's good for the body. But when we consume too much of it, it actually becomes inflammatory. And, you know, we don't want our bodies to be inflamed. So um, that is the, the reasoning behind the, the protein choice there. Um, now, in terms of alcohol, I'm sure we're all waiting <laughs> to hear about that. Alcohol is going to be consumed in low to moderate amounts. So specifically when we talk about alcohol, we're really looking at wine, um, especially if we're thinking about the Mediterranean region. Wine is a big thing, right? Vineyards. And so wine is going to be consumed, you know, in a low to moderate amount with your meals. So, you know, we're, we're not having it all the time. Um, and we're having maybe a glass uh, when we do when we do consume it. So you know, two to three times a week is fine. But you know, we're not we're not overdoing it. And if you choose not to drink, that's great as well, right? Um, there there's no harm in in removing it from from your consumption or from your diet. So and then the last thing I want to share with you as part of this way of eating would be herbs and spices. So in order to liven up or flavor your food, this way of eating focuses on using herbs and spices instead of salt to add that flavor to your foods. And we know by now that too much salt can cause us to hold on to water. So to, to retain water, it also is going to if we consume too much of it, it can cause us to become more dehydrated. Um, and it's just all in all, it's not the, the best, most effective way to, to flavor our foods. All right. So I also wanted to just give you a couple tips, kind of pointers on things that if you choose to go this route and really, um, focus on eating a, more of a Mediterranean style diet or to follow the MEP. There are a couple of things that are going to make this a lot easier for you and just kind of take the guesswork out of it. So first things first, I would highly suggest that 
You replace your butter and margarine with anti-inflammatory oils, especially when you're cooking, you're gonna wanna use coconut oil or avocado oil, as I mentioned earlier, because they have the higher smoke points so it won't turn into trans fat. Um, and then definitely use olive oil to flavor anything else, like you know, if you wanna put it on some toast or you wanna use it to create a salad dressing, that would be great, just as long as you're not cooking with it, you should be just fine. Also, when it comes to eating protein, like I mentioned earlier, skinless chicken is great. Turkey, you know, having fish, of course, beans and nuts. These are all great ways to get in your protein each day. Um, and, you know, you ideally want to have fish at least once or twice a week, if not more. Um, some great sources of fresh fish would be, you know, fresh or water-packed tuna, uh, salmon, trout, mackerel, and herring. These are all great choices. Um, you know, if you are going to have red meat, you know, it's not saying you, you shouldn't or you can't, but just make sure that you are consuming that in, uh, in small portions, right? So meat should always be consumed in about a four ounce serving, uh, which is about the, the, deck, uh, the size of a deck of cards or the palm of your hand. Um, and if you are going to eat red meat, you want to make sure you're ideally um, opting for those leaner cuts of, of meat so that they have less fat on them, of course. So that's just a little tip on that. Uh, and then I also wanted to remind you in terms of snacks, you know, snacks are, I think for a lot of us, it's like, oh goodness, well, there goes my snacks because they were all processed, right? Bag of chips or whatnot. Well, when we move to more of a, an MEP style of eating, snacks can, there's a lot of options. Snacks could look like fruit, right? That could be a, a snack or dessert. Um, snacks can be nuts and seeds, right? You can make your own nut butters with almonds or cashews. You can get creative, right? Um, you can also make your own natural peanut butter or purchase natural peanut butter. We really want to stay away from the processed peanut butter because that's going to be, uh, that's going to contain hydrogenated fat, which we do not want. Uh, it's just not healthy for our bodies. It's a processed, processed peanut butter. So we don't want that. Um, but I would recommend tahini. That is a sesame seed paste, um, which a lot of times is used to create hummus as well. And so I would recommend that you maybe try that if you've never, because it's actually really good. And you can dip, dip a whole bunch of things in there, right? You can dip, um, I love dipping uh, carrots in there. You could do celery. If you are someone who likes bell peppers, you could dip that in there. I mean, you can really get creative and it's just a, a great way to not only um, eat a snack, fill yourself up, like you actually will get full from eating, the the spread and you know your your veggies um but you're also helping to get those three to five servings at least per day of vegetables in so i think it's just a win-win all around um and like i said they really do taste really great and then the last thing i would want to mention to you too which i mentioned earlier is just to make sure that you are focusing on when you do consume grains that they are whole grains you know whole grain bread cereals um, pasta and rice products because, you know, first and foremost, we want to make sure that we're getting the optimal nutrients from our grains. And if we are getting something that is processed, that is refined, it's going to strip 
those items of their nutrients um, and just overall dysregulates our blood sugar, spikes our blood sugar, um, and that's not something we want. You know, we're trying to make our, our lives easier, not harder, and by eating and consuming those types of things, it's going to really throw your body out of whack and it's going to be hard to eat um, on a consistent schedule and um, eating things that are actually going to be good for your body because by eating those things that are processed, um, it's going to it's going to make you want and crave um, those things all the more. So that is that. Um, just like I said, a couple pointers and tips. I've got to interrupt this episode for a brief moment to tell you about a company I have been super obsessed with for quite some time, Woven Threads. Woven is a clothing company with a mission to promote sustainability, diversity, body positivity, and creative artistic appreciation. Their founder, Kiran Jade, comes from a blend of cultures herself, as she is the product of a Hindu-Indian father and Pakistani Muslim mother. Their clothing is super comfy and incredibly unique. The clothing is made from BPA-free plastic bottles, which is so cool. Their packaging is also sustainable in that everything is either reusable or biodegradable, like the paper box it comes in. If you know me, you know I am a huge advocate for eco-friendly products. Not only do they help us live better lives, but the planet is massively impacted by doing so. If you're interested in checking them out, make sure to use my code KellyB20, that's all capital letters, K-E-L-L-Y-B-20, for a discount on each of your orders. The link and code will also be in the show notes for you. I cannot wait for you to check them out and let me know what you think. All right, now let's get back to the episode. Um, and I want to finish off this episode with just telling you, you know, why I use this way of eating and why many others choose to eat this way as well. So I personally eat following the MEP plan because it helps support my gut healing process. I mean, quite simply, that is the the main reason why I do it. Um, but it also, in eating this way, it makes me feel better. Um, I have more mental clarity. I have less fatigue. I just feel like an overall better person. And that's because what I'm consuming is plant-based. It is organic for the most part. You know, I'm making sure that the Dirty Dozen is uh, purchased for my household is purchased organically. And, um, you know, I'm really just focused on blessing my body with the best foods that are naturally sourced. So, you know, this means avoiding the aisles at the store that have all the processed packaged foods, right? I just go straight to the produce section and that's the where I primarily get all of my food, right? And then I also, of course, get, you know, some meat and seafood, but I am really, for the most part, um, I, I'm avoiding those those middle aisles of the store because those items do not support my overall health and wellness. I mean, just point blank, they just don't, right? And I think that sometimes that's hard for us to admit because we are so uh, naturally inundated with commercials, with just marketing in general to consume those things. And yes, they do taste good, right? But 
if you are someone like myself who you know is healing their body that is going to set you back in in your healing journey um by consuming those things and you know quite honestly once you remove them from your consumption and you start replacing them with natural organically sourced foods you realize that you don't need those right you start your palate starts to change and you start to realize that wow like i do feel better and i no longer crave those things because you train your body to eat things that support you right that allow you to live the best life you possibly can so you know all in all the reason why i wanted to share this episode with you and and this topic specifically with you is because this is something that i think can help virtually anyone um and the the nice thing about the mediterranean eating plan is that it can be tailored to your specific needs, right? Everything that I shared with you today can be tweaked and um, modified to your specific needs. And it's also something that you know, you don't have to go in um, 100% on right away, right? You can start to gradually ease yourself into this, this way of eating um, until you start to feel confident and comfortable with adding, you know, more more things that are, are are part of this plan. So um, with everything, I think, you know, taking it one step at a time, baby stepping through the process is best because it's going to ultimately allow you to stick with it. And the results will speak for themselves, right? I mean, by you choosing to consume foods in this manner, in this way, you're going to see the the overall effect it has on your daily life and it's just it's incredible what it does for you um but you know before we were introduced to all this processed fast food packaged food uh you know this this was the way this was the way of eating um for many and you know those that still do eat this way they're living you know very long lives and they're healthy and happy and so that's what i want for you Um, and that's what I want for myself too. So yeah, I just thought I'd share this with you today. If you would like more info on this, I'm going to be adding the PubMed research article to the show notes. There are also a bunch of links within that article that you can check out as well. Um, and then if you would like for me to do another follow-up episode on this, I'm happy to do that. If you want to reach out to me with any more questions or, um, you know, comments you have on this episode, please feel free to DM me on Instagram or check in with me in the podcast Facebook community. If you're not already in there, there is a link in the show notes for you to join us. Um, and yeah, I just thank you again so much. I'm always so so eternally grateful for your support um, and for you showing up each week just to to learn something new and to better yourself, your overall health and wellness, uh, because that's that's what this podcast is all about. So I hope you have a fantastic week, a fantastic motivational Monday, and we will chat soon. I am so glad you listened today. 
But before I let you go, I have one small request. It would mean the world to me if you could rate the podcast on Apple or Spotify. You can leave a review on Apple Podcast if that's where you're tuning in. Reviews help this podcast become more searchable, which allows me to impact more incredible women like you. Feel free to tag me on Instagram at Kelly underscore Bluth so I can personally thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. If this episode resonated with you, please share it with a friend. It is my mission to support as many women as possible, and together we can make that a reality. I am honored to be on this journey together. Until next time, I love you. I'm always here for you, and I'll talk to you soon.